is full of poots. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Houses and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 1015, Trophy Girlfriend. How do you feel about this title? Not great. Um, but like I get what like I get what they're doing it's with pun- it. It's kind of like, yeah. Cause... Yeah, it's a bit of wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the show's I get it. all about that. Mm-hmm. It has an ominous beginning with some lightning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then not no symbolism there at all uh-huh. and then 21 minutes and 39 seconds and then who is the writer the writer is saladin k patterson Ooh, didn't we like the last one he did <laughs> no we hated the last one. Oh, he's Correct. that guy he's the both times Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the this is the one that writes in the duo one. Is the no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. This is the guy who most recently wrote Tales from the Crypt, the Halloween one with the pranks that you gave a one and I gave a four. You, oh, you tied with the worst episode ever, like the worst episodes of the series ever, and I enjoyed and gave a four. Oh, that's what I remember. <laughs> Though he also wrote the episode that introduced Roger. He wrote War of the Words, which with the spelling bee one. Uh, uh he's been he's somebody he's we've mentioned this before. He's a guy who you know, he's a writer who we have uh we I always feel like we have a negative opinion of, and I think it's because he was like I kept seeing his name as executive story editor on certain ones that we didn't like, mm-hmm. but actual writers, he hasn't written very many. He's only written like five at this point. Well, spoiler alert, I like this episode. You do like this episode? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it's got some I like moments. that's a spoiler. <laughs> uh, it's got some moments that I'm questionable on, but uh, for the most part, yeah, I do too. Uh, anyway. So here we are at my favorite place, mm-hmm. a pumpkin patch. <laughs> It's a squash club. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. It you know, is. where you go and you squash your clubs because you hate golfing. Mm-hmm. And then you hit whatever you hit with squash rackets. A squash ball. Just mm-hmm. big old squash. Just a zucchini. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to play squash. I think you do. It sounds like you do. But Jim Jim does, whose sure na- does. last name I thought was Braggart. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that's not it. Yeah, no, he is a bragger. Yes. So it's the big squash tournament time, and Niles has got a new partner, Jim mm-hmm. with the sunglasses that thinks he's so cool. Yep, yep. Uh, he's a real bro's bro, if you bro what I mean. <laughs> he sure is. I do really, in- yeah, because like, it's supposed to be Fraser and Niles working together. But right? for nine years, they've always... Didn't do a good job. Mm-hmm. Just okay. So I think this is interesting to have back to back with the like, d- like um, the dinner, dinner party. party. Yeah, because yeah. it's sort of showing like Niles trying to go out on his own mm-hmm. and like break apart from Fraser, right. but with disastrous consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick side note: hate, hate Jim, hate him, hate him. But we can get to that in a bit. I just want to mention: hate this guy. Uh, but I one thing I do enjoy is that when he tries to the sunglasses. No, 
when he tries to give Niles a fist bump and Niles just like slaps it. That is the most relatable moment of the show I've ever seen. (laughs) Because that is one, whenever anyone wants to do fist bump with me, one, I'm immediately frightened. Mm-hmm. Because you're just holding a fist up to me. Uh-huh. And the same with a high five, though, because then you're just holding holding an open hand up to me. It's all mm-hmm. just very violent. That's funny, because, like, I've grown to really like a fist bump to the point that I'm surprised and a little disappointed when the person doesn't want to explode it after. You know, that... You know, big. Because maybe they're a pacifist. Haha, <laughs> 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 I get it. Because it's pacifist. It's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do. Um, But my favorite thing about him slapping the, the fist mm-hmm. bump is that this transcript, mm-hmm. in what is a perfect moment for a person who's chosen, for people who have chosen to make a website full of transcripts of Frasier, wrote Jim offers his fist for a quote unquote fist high five. and i just oh i love it so much i love that i i was like i gotta highlight this like i gotta make sure i mention this thing because i love that they wrote a fist high five i i uh (laughs) all right moving on I don't have I mean, any words. Look, I don't have any words. Shout out to the people that have the set. You have saved me so much time, and you are you are you are doing good work. Thank you so much. But also, it's a ado- that's adorable. Sheep's glands. What? Don't you remember the thing about sheep's glands? Sheep's glands. No. Mm-hmm. What? So Niles is trying to say that his new oh. partner is Jim, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's having trouble saying it. Hmm. And then Fraser just assumes, like, we're not doing those sheep's glands again. <laughs> right, right. Which I assume is some special steroid mm-hmm. um, that did not help. Yeah, well, I assume it's like a, like... An enhancement. A trendy, like, uh, like, fancy version of trying to do some steroids. And then, okay, so Fraser doesn't really pout. He has a very adult moment where he just tells Niles to wear his... His wrist ba- brace and basically mm-hmm. wishes him well, mm-hmm. but he's you know he's sad. Yeah, he's sad because he can't be in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because mm-hmm. guess what? Chelsea Gray's there, uh-huh. and she's got some kind words. And she's like, "You want to be my partner? I need a partner. Mm-hmm. And I I've seen you on the court, and you got good moves. We <laughs> we can be the movies together." Mm-hmm. And then Jim Jim old you know like Fraser's like maybe no, but then Jim's like, "Hey, what's up, you girly girl, stupid face?" Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Wapa!" <laughs> and then and then Fraser's like, "Yeah, right on." <laughs> and then that's how he gets a new partner. So it's funny. Uh- in this moment, I feel like if I was in Frazier's place and I didn't necessarily want to take Chelsea on as my partner because of what seems to be because, like, he treats this like a breakup, mm-hmm. you know, and it seems like he's just, like, sad about this breakup, then her hitting the ball at Jim mm-hmm. would convince me because it was such a, like, cool move. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, this is somebody I want to partner with, whether she's good or not. Like, just mm-hmm. that she would do that. And I feel like Frazier does it because... He hates Jim. No, I was going to say because, she, uh, like, he's impressed with her, like, shot. Oh. Uh. Like, her No, I thought strike. it was because he hates Jim. 
Um, maybe, but I felt like it was like. But also, um, how is she not like like escorted out of the squash gym? Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows. Every, nobody Ever, likes gym. No one likes gym. No one okay. likes gym. All right. Besides, I also I like just wrote, to- "Wow, I hate gym." Yeah. Um, I can't actually give the note that I wrote down. Oh, okay. Well. Um, but it's the same general idea. Uh, but also, like, here's the thing. You know why she probably wouldn't get thrown out? Hmm. Jim would have to complain about getting hit by a girl. Oh, yeah. And he's not going to do that. Jim's like... I hope she broke his glasses. <laughs> no spoilers or anything, but if you're watching... If you've watched... If you're caught up with The Good Place, there's a character in the most recent season that Jim reminds me of a lot. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Yep. Anyway. Now we're in a trophy girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So. You were. That's the name of the episode. Now Daphne and Martin are all hanging out at the table in mm-hmm. Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Chelsea and Fraser have won their their tournament. Uh-huh. Which apparently they just, maybe the mix doubles, there are less people in it mm-hmm. so it doesn't take as long mm-hmm. to get through all the like brackets or whatever yeah they won you're saying because niles isn't done with his yes. tournament but it started like like yes they were signing up for the men's yeah. tournament while yeah they were still yeah, yeah yeah so everyone's very happy about it mm-hmm. martin says some questionable things yeah martin says a couple of questionable things in this episode and that's, that's why okay I was, like saying like that's okay. I don't know why some writers write Martin in this way and then some writers write him. I think the kind of jokes that like Jim makes and then Martin makes in this mm-hmm. are sort of like punching like low or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like cheap, easy jokes yeah. when you could, he could say his disappointment in a, a way that is a lot more nuanced. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. that Some doesn't really happen. Like- Almost like a, a Archie Bunker light, and it's like, uh, that's not the tone, I feel like, you know, that Martin usually has, and I feel like that's kind of where, like, the direction he's leaning in this episode a bit. That's where my main issue is with it, but for the most part. So the whole thing is just like, why aren't you guys smooching? I, You know, it seems like she's into you, and mm-hmm. maybe they just aren't you know that's me diana saying a thing where like maybe mm-hmm. a man and a woman can just hang out together and play some squash it doesn't have to be a girlfriend move but guess who wants it to be a girlfriend move chelsea does it sure does well the thing is like, but i do like that fraser doesn't immediately think that that's what she's talking about mm-hmm. when she leaves and she's like let's take this to the n- next level and his response is oh i gave up on my dream of professional squash <laughs> like a long time ago yeah Though that seems more of a, this seems more of an insecurity thing. Like he doesn't feel like he's good enough, or that she would be interested. Than a thing of like, she's a gym teacher, which okay, she's mm-hmm. which is weird. There's a lots of things about gyms in this. This whole episode is just gym centric. I mean, because it's Jim is the partner. Oh, she's <laughs> a gym coach. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's true. That's true. They're at a sports club, Mm -hmm. sometimes called a gym. Yep. Just so many gyms. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I want to take some steps back because the thing is, like, I get what you're saying. Yes, I agree that if 
it was if this just appeared to be two people hanging out who happened to be a man and a woman, and people were like, uh, Daphne, because it's Daphne, and she was like, it seems like she's into you. I'd be like, eh, no, no, this doesn't have to be a thing. Like, you don't have to, it, I'd agree with you. I'd say, like, this doesn't have to be a thing. But, like, they walk in closely holding, like, tightly holding hands for a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, like, a touching and a closeness that is, like. I'm for a society where a man and a woman can hold hands as besties. Sure, but I'm saying Frazier doesn't do this with people that he's just friends with. Like, he wouldn't walk into this room with Roz holding her hand if like Frazier this. If Frazier walked into this room, I would scream. Because, one, how did how did you get in my house? Sure. Yeah. What I mean is... And other reasons. If Frazier and Roz enter the apartment to get their... Frazier's apartment together, mm-hmm. they're not going to be holding hands mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Well... They're not. Like, that's He's not what they He's held do. her hand before. Her. I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm saying this sort of just casual, they're just two people who happen to be entering an apartment together. I know. I know. I, I can't help but live in an idealistic society where we don't follow these gender norms. Sure. I'm simply talking about this character. Regardless of what the world is, this person. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. So this looked like people who had also been having some sort of romantic thing in addition to... I also don't think... I don't know. Sometimes, like, Daphne's very much like, oh, I think she's into you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people don't send out... Like, I understand, like, Fraser not being... Maybe not realizing what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know... I think this is, like, a complex issue. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time we... Who's the last person we saw Frasier date? Uh, Kirby's mom. Right? Yeah, like, because this... Like, we're in... I can't remember her name. More than halfway Because she changed her name. Um, I don't know. Lorna? Lorna, yeah. No. Lena, Lorna. Yeah. Lena, Lorna. Lorna, Lena, whatever. Yes. But... I'm saying we're more than halfway through the season. Has he dated anyone this season? No, I don't think so. I mean, I know we had like a three episode block that was focused on. I thought you were going to say something else. What? You know, back to uh, what Niles and Daphne almost had with Roz. (laughs) No, no. I was like, Uh, I don't recall that happening. So, no. Uh, the closest thing that seemed like it was going to go that way was the, the thing with Julia where she was, like, horrified. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like one of the things we've seen occasionally with Frazier is his growing, like, uh, insecurity about women and, like, his ability to, like, attract someone. And Yeah, good. Because well, he's a rage sure. monster and a sexaholic. <sighs> sure, but I'm saying, like, I think that's why... He doesn't trust his instincts. Yeah. Okay, got it. So let's move on to Cafe and Rosa. All right. Because it's the best place. (laughs) Right. So I don't know who's there. Daphne's there, right? Fraser walks in. Yes. We're hearing about, like, he's been going out with Chelsea. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing that Niles is a little skeptical mm-hmm. about him dating her because she's a gym teacher mm-hmm. and 
they they feel strongly about their youthful times in gym class. Right. And they were harsh. And but also you're in your forties and I understand that that was a traumatic experience for you. Right. One. Frazier, why are you not in therapy? I mean, I guess he kind of was. He had the mentor, but then the mentor was with Roz and that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, I understand it's bringing up some feelings. I understand that. That seems reasonable. Mm -hmm. But like, Chelsea is Chelsea. We don't know. We don't know. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Like, I had not a great time with Jim. No one has climbed a rope ever in Jim. Did you? Uh, we did have a rope climbing thing once, um, mm-hmm. but, and I couldn't do it. Like, I, I No I, one can do it! No, see, that's the problem. That's where these scenes come from, is that people can do it. You no can. one can do that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do, I, couldn't. I also couldn't do a push-up. Right. But, like, even if I associated that negative time with a gym teacher, I'm like, I'm not as old as Fraser now, but any sort of negative thing like that, looking back, the only time I'm, the only reason I'm going to Process. Have, Process yeah, I'm, that. I'm over, I wouldn't be upset about another gym teacher, you know? Like, yeah, like, I understand if she, I mean, I guess it does come up. It does come up. Yeah. So, I'm just, you know, I also had a bad time in gym. I had a very sc- scary gym teacher. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on, in, on the podcast or in... On Patreon or something. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary. Yeah. Look, some people just don't know how to move their bodies right. And they mm-hmm. need encouragement that isn't just people yelling at them. Because not that doesn't motivate people. Yeah. If you're a teacher, teach the person how to get to the place they need yep. to be. Like, you can't yell someone into strength. Like, you can't yell someone stronger. Yeah. You can... I mean, like, maybe you can in an anime. <laughs> like a hundred percent you just scream and you grow like a million muscles like that is a thing like it's like three you gotta charge up you're charging mm-hmm. up your strength yeah. by yelling yeah you gotta and then you're just 9, rippling 000. rippling biceps by then then you turn into like a power ball of energy and do a transformation <laughs> dance and suddenly like you're like 14 stories tall and a punch the bad guy to the moon uh-huh and it's great Mm-hmm. But that can't happen in real life, unfortunately. Correct, yes. Probably for a good reason, because there would be so many buildings, like, just smashed all the time. <laughs> okay, so Roz is here now complaining about Julia. Mm-hmm. And we also hear about the parking lot at Cafe Nervosa. <laughs> yeah, you mean just, like, that there is one? Yes, because we always talked about them, like, walking there. Yeah. It had to be... No, they're just driving there like normal people. Yeah, but, like, again, this doesn't make any sense. They're in Seattle. Why are they driving? Why are, Why is everyone at this radio station driving to the same coffee shop? Because it's right there. But if it's right there, then they don't need to drive. They need to drive, because if you get immediately washed away and eaten by sharks, if you're... <laughs> Like, you know. I mean, the thing is, like, hold on. Let me find the bit about the parking lot because I'm curious about something. Okay, so technically, what she says is, I saw Julia in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say I saw Julia drive up. Yeah. So we don't 
We still don't know that they drove there. We just know that the, she was in the parking Well, we lot. know Niles has gotten parker, the parking here. Like, I just assumed metered parking. Mm-hmm. We have to analyze this thing. <laughs> we have to analyze. Yeah, sure. I think we also live in a place where public transportation is normal and common mm-hmm. and walking everywhere is very common mm-hmm. and so it's taking lift now but uh-huh. i think that in my head i just assume since they're here all the time and then going to the studio that they're not driving yeah they can't be here's the reason why i think they can't be is because anyone from the station will show up there everyone so this isn't like one person's favorite place we're in a city that's known for coffee where they have an award every year for which one is seattle's best so they can decide which chain is seattle's best coffee Uh uh-huh and these people every every single person at this radio station is going to get in their car and drive to want to cafe nervosa Mm-hmm. There's no way. There's no way that that this isn't really close to the station. I I totally agree with you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I I mean I have lots to say, but we can't spend three hours debating about a parking lot or not. Can't we? I mean, yeah, we can because <laughs> it's our podcast. Get in, buckle up, get your tea out. I don't know why. Don't hide in your coat. It's hot. Uh huh. You're gonna spill it on your. Tenders. <laughs> Tender I mean, in your coat. I mean, okay, here's what I'm thinking about. There's a coffee shop in Arlington that I have gone to. Arlington, Massachusetts. Yeah, that I've gone to that has a parking lot. Mm-hmm. I have never parked there because I've only gone there when I had already parked somewhere else for a different reason. Yeah, you parked like four miles away and just like went there. You're like, that's the closest coffee shop. No, but like I was in the area. JK's Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry. Well, yeah, we live in Massachusetts. The closest There's coffee no shop. There's no Dunkin' Donuts in that area. There probably is that we just aren't aware of. I bet there is. There is. There absolutely is. Yeah, there is. I know where there is one. Oh, okay. There is. It's not far. Okay. Um, but my point is that like, I could easily see someone I know in that parking lot mm-hmm. if I worked in that area. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we drove there. Yeah. I can think of like three cafes in that area, actually. By cafe, I mean one's a Starbucks, one's a Cafe Nero, and then one is like a local cafe. Yeah, there are a lot of cafes in that area considering like... There's not, not, I didn't realize that there was a Dunkin' Donuts there. Yeah, it's the least convenient, honestly. And and there's a donut shop that has coffee. (laughs) Right. Anyway. See what I mean? I I didn't want to go here. I wanted to talk about Roz when she says that Julia is mean and arrogant, but not in the funny way like Frasier is. (laughs) I do really like that line. Because I was thinking, like, as she was saying it, I was thinking, like, yeah, so it was Frazier. And then she said that. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. I'm so glad. I love how, like, Julia, like, is invited to, like, sit at their table. And she only says hi to Frazier and ignores yeah. Roz. Right. And then, because Roz is saying she isn't, she doesn't respect her and isn't nice to her or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's- and then Frazier tries to be, like, you know, find some common ground between them. Mm-hmm. And they pretend, like... 
oh, yes, everything's good. You know, we'll just make fun of Fraser now. Right. And then as soon as Fraser's like, fine, that's fine with me. And he leaves. And then they immediately sit at different tables. Right. Because they don't want, they don't care to be friends. Right. But I think the thing is, like, if they didn't want to, then why is Roz bringing it up? Why is she like. Okay, I don't. No, I don't I mean, want to be friends. Up, I, I don't want to be friends with everyone I work with. I just don't want to have them give me an icy glare. Right. I guess that's what I mean. Is like I'm not saying they should be friends, but like the way Roz brings it up, it seems like she wants to at least be. Well, who doesn't want to be liked? <laughs> and I, and the fact that they basically the moment it seems like Fraser's gonna try and help it just be less unpleasant they're like let's do whatever we need to do to get him out of here so we can stop trying to make it like less unpleasant Mm -hmm. when the scene starts with roz saying she would like it to be less unpleasant they don't get along I, i guess it just seems like weird that she would bring it up if she didn't actually want that you just sometimes you just want to rant about stuff and it doesn't have to be rational Sometimes you just want to complain about something and not fix it. (laughs) Because it's not necessarily a problem to be fixed. Mm -hmm. I know. I just mean mean because of the way she talks about it. It seems like she wants it to be better. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. So here we are at Chelsea's school, Mm -hmm. which is the name of the school, the official name. (laughs) Right. Um. He's there early to pick Chelsea up, which mm-hmm. is strange because you would think he knows when the class is and yeah. that he just wouldn't be, he would just come later. So she's like, go to my office. And then she's like, everyone is playing basketball. But then she's like, oh, what, whoever has to climb yeah. the rope. Yeah. This, yeah, this, this doesn't is make weird. any sense. No. Like if you're going to, if you're doing rope climbing, you're doing rope climbing. You're not playing basketball on a court that has a rope hanging in the center of it. You're- Do you not? Cause that's a cool form of <laughs> basketball. And I would probably watch it more if there was like a rope hanging involved. There was like the Ninja Warrior style esque uh-huh. thing going on in the middle of basketball. <laughs> well, Okay. Like an endurance test that you have to do. Uh, yeah, I think basketball would actually legit be better if near each hoop there were two ropes mm-hmm. that you could use either to defend or to try and set up a better shot. But mm-hmm. like you gotta like leap up and like climb up real quick and mm-hmm. like as soon as you do that, someone knows that's your goal and like mm-hmm. they can try and do it too. Like mm-hmm. oh man, I would I might go back. I like. I used to watch basketball when I was young. Mm-hmm. I might go back to it if you added a couple of climbing ropes in there. I also think like when they need to bring back like obscure uh, music for the like halftime shows, like <laughs> things like really like um, experimental. You know, like with like a triangle and like a theremin or something, just like really out there stuff. Like, okay, one question. You said. Bring that back. Yeah. Can you give me an example of when that? I just assumed that at halftime there was just a person out there with a hurdy gurdy or whatever. Yeah, it's just Sting with this hurdy gurdy. Not Sting, <laughs> but you You're know, the one that brought up a hurdy like a one man band is like out there, like you know, like. 
<laughs> That's what a one band band sounds like. <laughs> just a seal. It's just not seal, like, you uh-huh. know, kiss from a rose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Y- yeah. I mean, that would be great. That would yes. be great. Yeah. That's what I want. I want seal doing like a one man band show. With oh. Full, like, you know, symbols s- and a bass drum on his back. <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah, the whole, yeah. Like, the whole deal, the, the like doing harmonica that song. thing in front of him. Mm, and, yeah, like, yeah. Playing the th- yeah, no, I, that's what I want. Playing like, the thing. Playing the, the. It depends on what he's playing. Some I think have like xylophones in front of him. Some uh, have like guitars, but like some, uh, it could be an accordion. It could be an accordion. It could be a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> It'd be a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> it could be so many things. It could be just a triangle. There's definitely a triangle when you're a one man band. Uh, yeah. There's never like, a theremin. Like on a, like on a wire or something. Yeah, and you like, like, do you got to do stuff with your foot? And do a thing while you're... Nobody can see what I'm doing, so like, I don't know why I'm like acting out the entire thing. Uh, like that's somehow entertaining to people listening while I just do nothing. Like, make no sense. You can sound. hear it in your voice. You can hear it in your voice. What are we talking about? I don't know anymore. It's become basketball with the rope. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. How is this even a podcast about Frazier? Honestly, it is not. Look, anyway, we how how have we made it this far? I don't even know. Look, we're halfway through our tenth season. I told Anyone someone listening? once that they're like rebooting Frazier, and someone said congratulations, and I was just like, no, you have no idea. <laughs> Look, here's what I th- how I feel. We have been doing this nonsense for ten for nine and a half seasons. I thought you were going to say ten years, and I was like, "Wow, time has gone quickly and slowly." Yeah. Nobody listening is surprised. Oh, I thought you said nobody is listening, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> no, I was saying nobody who's still listening is surprised at what's happening right now. You all know what you're in for. Just, I I am sorry play, and thank want, you. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> apologize. Nobody who's still listening is sad that we've gone on some nonsense about a seal as a one man band, <laughs> as a throwback to old school basketball. Like that's yeah. Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so okay, so the important they, thing is there's a girl she can't climb the rope, and Chelsea's yelling at Chelsea. Wait, Chelsea's yelling yeah. at Campbell. Campbell, yeah, she's yelling at her. You're like, climb better, do the thing, good, be a better climber. And then he, he Fraser's getting those flashbacks uh-huh. too. His coach, the detective from Roger Rabbit. Yeah, doing his accent from Roger Rabbit. I don't remember this actor's name. It's Bob Hoskins. Yes. Um, he's he's also in Hook. Yes. I just feel like he's doing literally the same accent because yeah. I feel like this is his like American accent that he can do. Yeah, it's is this, good. Is this like kind of Brooklyn sort of sounding? That's your American accent too. <laughs> Yeah, I sound exactly like I'm from Brooklyn. Um, like some, like yeah, New I thought York. you were one of the Beastie Boys for a really long time, <laughs> and then you're like, no, not everyone from not everyone from Brooklyn is a Beastie Boy, and I'm like, wow. Wait, are they actually from Brooklyn? As far as I understand, they were going to Brooklyn. 
Oh, I don't know. They live in California now. I saw like the video where you got a tour of their house and like his. I don't remember who was. I remember which Beastie Boy it was, but he has like two sons and they were like on skateboards in the house and like the blonde. I'm just like, wow, these are some California looking kids. Like mm-hmm. they are just like they have the long hair and mm-hmm. just like it's like sun kissed, like perfect looking. And I'm like, were these like adopted from a catalog? Because they're so perfect. These California boys you got like mm-hmm. they grow out of a grove. Mm hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, here we go now back to he's, you know, Chelsea is now the coach, which mm-hmm. I love this idea of like Chelsea, like smoking a cigar. Can you imagine like being in a gym and like someone smoking a cigar constantly? Yeah, this I did think that was weird, too. I was like, even when Frazier was in school, I feel like a gym teacher wouldn't have been smoking a cigar, but. Who knows? Maybe he would have been. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I love these scenes are so good. Yeah. Of like Bob Hoskins playing Chelsea. Uh-huh. Like Bob Hoskins with his cigar mm-hmm. and the like like gym suit, like yeah, the yeah. suit thing. Yes. Like, but still being as affectionate and mm-hmm. like talking about his outfit being kind of racy and doing yeah. a little spin to show it up. It's yes. so good. Like, okay. So we're Bob kind Hoskins- of like I loved him. We're like entering into the Cafra Nervosa scene now yeah, yeah, with yeah. with Niles and Daphne and Frasier's seems very like sort of a, like to himself. Like he mm-hmm. seems a little down. Yeah. And he's like really having some problems here. And but first, before that happens, well, he's a little down, but Daphne's like, Niles has to say something right, important right. to you, which is he has a he's like Please take me back as your partner because Jim is terrible. Right. And he yelled at me. <laughs> and you would never do such a thing, even though Fraser constantly yells at Niles all the time because otherwise we wouldn't have a show. Right. That this is, is, like, the that show. is the show. Yeah. But I I really liked it. I really liked this apology mm-hmm. and Daphne being like, I cannot hear the speech one more time. Yeah. Like I just... can't hear another draft of this yes. speech. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course he drafted like multiple <laughs> speeches of it. And um, tried them in front of Daphne. Of like, course. Yeah. Yeah. My mom calls me and reads me emails sometimes that are just like two sentences long. And she's like, how should I sign off? And I'm just like, put your name. She's like, what about sincerely? And I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, but what about yours truly? Is that too romantic? And I'm like, just do it. No one cares. Yeah, the like, way you sign an email is with your name and a dash, maybe a thanks, if that makes sense. But like, yeah, you don't I need mean, to think about it. Here's the thing. I feel like if you were, you know, uh, 20-something years removed from, like, 20-something years older, trying to figure out the internet, you would absolutely have the same questions. I wouldn't even be using like, it. How I am would I supposed be, to? I'd be living in a cave. So, um, Niles is talking about um, Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm-hmm shows up mm-hmm. and talk well before that i guess he was talking about like oh i you i really think she's just great and i'm really glad that you could see her inner beauty essentially because uh-huh. i couldn't get past that she was a right. gym teacher right i love the thing the reason I- were you gonna say the reason the thing that like turned like turned his opinion of her no go ahead she sent the gift she sent 
after they lost in their squash tournament, mm-hmm. was a squash with a smiley face drawn on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so good. I love that. That's so yeah, nice. it's actually really nice. Yeah. So it does seem like a prank, though, kind of. A little bit, but like, Niles took it in a nice way, and so I'm going to assume Chelsea yes. meant it in a nice way. Yeah, so like, Chelsea shows up, and I love the scene where, like, yeah, she's twirling in her outfit, <laughs> yeah. and hugging Frasier and he's just like oh no mm-hmm. like and it's just very cute yeah because like it, it's just done really well mm-hmm. and like I can I can only imagine like trying to film this and like wanting to laugh so yeah. badly because it's just so funny yeah it really and like is. Bob Hoskins is like keeping it together yeah. and like doing it with such like seriousness and a straight <laughs> face and it's it's so good it is good yeah but yeah I, I love this whole thing that we're seeing and then the scene where they go on their date and then Mm -hmm. we hear like she you know before this episode happened well not this episode but before Mm. he sees chelsea as the coach right he's like so in love with her basically like oh i found out she likes reading poetry in Uh the bath so now we get this like scene of like She's reading like romantic right. poetry to him in the bath and like right. washing him, right. which seems totally like his kind of thing. Right. And but it's like it's Bob Hoskins still in his yes. tracksuit, yes, like, in the bath, like like it was sponging him, yeah. and it's so great. And like what he's reading is like being like a vessel and uh-huh. like is very like sexually charged, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just like so funny. Yeah, these. These scenes are incredible. Yes. These are so, like, these are, while I said I had problems, and I did have problems with some of the moment, some of the things in this episode, mm-hmm. these are some of my favorite scenes of Frasier, from Frasier ever. I know, I'm they're so good. they're the best, but they're They're close. pretty high up there. They're yeah, very yeah. high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love this thing where we're back at Cafe Novosa, and Julia is talking to Kenny, and Kenny's mm-hmm. like... Okay, I just want to say I don't want to do like a get r- a get rich quick scheme, mm-hmm. but I do need to make a lot of money really fast. <laughs> right. And I love that Julia's only response is I don't want to talk about work. Right. Like yeah. when I'm outside of the office, mm-hmm. not you're insane. Right. That's a or this is inappropriate. Yeah, that is a weird. I okay. I love this increasing insanity that we're getting of Kenny. Like, yeah, just he's every losing it. He, he is, is just layered, and mm-hmm. he is just like his life is falling apart. And yeah, we are witnessing yeah. this. When I say he's losing it, what I mean is like he's losing control of his life. Yes, you know? like, like he is, it, yeah, his life is clearly falling apart. Yes, and it's it's sad because I don't want this for Kenny. Like, I don't. Yeah, but there is an interesting backstory. There happening. is. Like, I we don't, don't... Like the character Kenny. I would prefer him not around as much, but like, if you're going to have him around, it's really interesting to think about like what's happening in the background. Yeah, of this his life. escalation yeah. of his life, like just falling to pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he obviously needs his own spinoff. <laughs> right. Where like he, it's just like rock bottom, mm-hmm. but then like. Somehow, some good thing happens to him, right? And that's mm-hmm. the spinoff. Yeah, because Roger this finds is... him in the dump, oh. and like cleans him up, and is like Kenny. I remember you. Yeah, from all those years ago. Let me help you out. Mm-hmm. And he does, mm-hmm. and like really helps him get on his feet. Because mm-hmm. like, becomes a Roger partner, a... becomes a partner in the recycling. Yeah, 
because you know what roger knows the value in like he can he can look through the trash and find the value in in it and like i feel like that's like kenny wow (laughs) wow i was about to say like that seems really insulting to kenny and then you just went there (laughs) yeah that's literally the direction i was getting that's why i said it yeah um okay but i love this is weird okay this is weird yes when Roz shows up mm-hmm. and Kenny is just like, you have to sit here with us. You, you, come, come here. I won't take no for an answer. You need to sit here with me and Julia. And there, she just is like, okay. And then he's like, I know girl talk when I hear it. Bye. And it's like, what is Kenny trying to do in this scene? I don't understand. He's trying to tear off the loving relationship between Roz and Daphne. <laughs> It could be. It's just like, it doesn't make Kenny any sense. Kenny cannot have Daphne. It's never going to work, Kenny. Of course not. It, it doesn't. I just don't know. Like, logic, like, seriously, though, the flow of this scene doesn't make sense. He's talking to Julia about trying to make money. She says she doesn't want to talk about work outside, like, talk about this business outside of work. Roz shows up and Kenny is like, you need to sit here. Bye. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the transition here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't I don't either. Like the like if Kenny had a reason to talk to Roz, like that he needed Roz and Julia like there, and then said something and it was uncomfortable, and then he decided to leave, I'd be like, okay, I get the way I feel the like something's cut cut out. It has to be, yeah. Like, cause it, uh, this part mm-hmm. is weird. Like, and uh, it's weird to say, like, as I was literally just saying, these are some of my favorite scenes of Frasier ever. Mm-hmm. To like, literally seconds later, be like, and then I literally no, don't I don't like the scene happening. either because they basically just insult each other, go back and forth, insulting each other, but yeah. somehow they won. Roz was just served a cup of coffee, and mm-hmm. they're like, it's closing time. And Semisonic starts, and they get kicked out, and it makes no sense. Why would you even give her coffee, like, in a stay-there cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be like, well, we're closing, so I'll give it to you in a to-go cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're going to a bar or a place that doesn't ever close, <laughs> which is apparently, what, a grocery store? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where they're going. Yeah. Plus, there's also a moment here where, like, Roz, like, just as they're starting to try to be civil to each other, Roz, yeah. like, offers Julia the sugar. Uh-huh. Like, Julia's been sitting here a while. She has her coffee. She got a refill. It's she also did. sugar in the raw, let me say. It's, I know it's sugar in the raw when I see it. Uh-huh. It's just, like... Everything about this scene is There's weird. There's one and all the pink stuff, and I saw Julia take it, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. If there's only one, you got to offer it to the other person first. It's, the funny thing is, I only noticed the pink stuff. When you said it was sugar in the raw, I was like, wasn't that? Like no, she picks the- out the brown one with sugar in the raw, please. Oh, okay, okay. I like how people are just like, pink pink sweetener, blue sweetener, yellow sweetener. People are, no, the Dunkin' Donuts cups say pink sweetener blue sweetener and yellow sweetener but we all know what those are yeah it's what yeah equal splenda what uh what's the nutrasweet no it's not nutrasweet the pink one is not nutrasweet 
Okay. It's sweet and low. Sweet and low. That's the one. That yeah. Come on, don't you know your fake sugar substitutes? Wait, Please. so what's sweet Nothing. That's a thing. It is a thing. It's not one of those. Wait, what? What is it? I don't know. You're the one that said it. You're the expert in it now. You make it up. <laughs> no, it just popped into my head. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Also, okay, this is a, anyway, whatever, we're going to move on. Another thing about this scene is, like, there's a moment when they're insulting each other and Roz says the thing about Julia's number being, like, 1-800-BITE-ME, mm-hmm. and Julia's like, that's the best you can come up with. The thing, the, the thing I find funny about this, and, like, whenever somebody says something like this on a show or a mm-hmm. movie or whatever, is, like, when someone says something lame and then someone else says that's the best you could come up with that's what the writer came up with Mm -hmm. like the writer made this insult for them and then it's like they wrote it and then we're like well that's bad but i can't think of something better so i'll just have some have the other person insult how bad it is like we know yeah it is weird like you you decided to have her say this thing. I don't... Also, you know what would be nice? If they they just, like, got along, didn't do this weird insult yeah, thing? Yeah. Like, they just had a misunderstanding? Like, I understand that, like, Julie is weird and, like, standoffish and kind of a jerk. But, like, mm-hmm. yes, I know that Roz had this thing with Niall, so maybe it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like this, this thing... This is the same thing. With women kind of, like, tearing each other down. Yeah. And I, I just think they didn't need to have that. Yeah, this feels like a very stereotypical, like, women-hating women scene. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't like it for that same reason. I was just like, like don't, yeah, we don't need... Mm. Let's, let's not. Let's yeah. not have this. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, they're off to the grocery store. So, <laughs> now, here we're back in Fraser's bed. Mm-hmm. Which is so good. Okay. It's also very. Yeah, one, it's okay. Like, one. He just went straight to bed because she's like, yeah. are you hungry? And mm-hmm. they're like, no. Yeah. But, and it's just like, then he decides, okay, later on they decide to like go get dinner. And yeah. I'm just like, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, Four in the like, afternoon? Like, yeah. what is going on? It's just like, I need to go to bed now. Uh, okay. Can I take a moment and just say. I agreed with your entire sentiment. <laughs> you said Four in the afternoon. And I was like. When do you think dinner is? Like, <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Well, the idea of them going to bed when maybe they might go get dinner instead. Isn't that a is Panic at the Disco song? Nine in the afternoon. Oh, that's uh, way more confusing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of part of the point of it. But um, okay, like <laughs> the idea, like yeah, them going to bed when they might also go at a time when they might also go out to get dinner is wild. Also. Four in the afternoon <laughs> being that time is I don't know, own. Golden Corral opens at five. <laughs> uh-huh. So still too early. Still it's so early <laughs> that Golden Corral isn't ready yet for you to show up for your super early dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're making my point. When do people eat dinner? And like not five or four rather. Not at four. Depends. When you go to sleep at nine. Frasier Frazier's normally still doing his show at four. Okay. He's definitely not going to bed at four. <laughs> Maybe he fell asleep during the show. <laughs> he 
He's so distraught about his gym teacher girlfriend, like Bob Hoskins' girlfriend, that uh, that he's like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go home and go to bed <laughs> after she gives me a bath. Like, I'm just so, like, my my world is upside down. I don't know. I don't know how to do any if of this. If you were upside down in the bath, would, how does that work? Is that like You're a, down. is that like a Dairy Queen blizzard? <laughs> no, like, because they dump it upside down <laughs> and it stays in. Everyone, thank you for still listening to us. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, I assume this is what you're here for at this point, and I really do appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know why we go off the rails like this. We're just like this in real this life. This is just what we do. This, this is just what, what we, do. we do. Yeah. Anyway, so, like, <laughs> this is a really good moment for like a bit uh, where Fraser is just like honest and just says like, hey. Oh, but we didn't bring up the thing. Oh. I really like when he like tickles him. Yeah. When she tickles him. Very confusing. Yeah. When, when Bob when Bob tickles Fraser. Right. When Bob, <laughs> Bob slash Chelsea. Chelsea. Yes. yes. Yeah. And and it was it was very cute. It and is, then yeah. so then we have this like yeah the serious sort of like honesty opening up moment where mm-hmm. he's like I think you're being like too harsh, mm-hmm. and you know kids are like fragile, and she really listens to him and takes what he says to heart. Yeah, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. But then it ends shortly at, like I stop loving it shortly after this. But I do love that moment a lot. I don't understand why she would be one. Kelsey Grammer has like a six pack or something in the scene. Like mm-hmm. he looks super he's, ripped. He's beast. Like, yeah. Like the thing is, he, okay, he. What you he can see up, his like abdominal muscles yeah. in this. Well, yeah, because what he bring, he talks about how like he couldn't like climb a rope or yeah. do all these things when he was a kid, and she immediately starts to see him as Campbell. But mm-hmm. it's like, which is creepy. It's creepy in his yeah. own. Yeah, but like. She has seen his athleticism. They just won a squash tournament together. He's not that guy. Like, he's not yeah, that Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, he's so a why? guy who Marvel said, like, we need to make the guy who's so tough, he's a, a beast who can leap into the air and hang from the ceiling with his, like, feet. Like, his toes are so strong, they can hold him in the air. And she's like... Superheroes be wild. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, like, now she's not attracted to him because he was weak when he was a kid? Like, this is such a weird... Yeah. This, honestly, this just feels like that thing where... Fraser's not supposed to be with anybody long term, and so they have like, to be I like... I just think it could have been a eh. different a different thing. Yeah. Like, I... I I see what they're doing here because they're trying to like swap those views and yeah, like yeah, yeah. make it so like it it's like funny. Yeah, it but is, it also it, doesn't. It, yeah, like when you like think about it, it's not. It doesn't really make any sense because yeah, they just want to squash tournament yeah, together. They like if her issue was and with, their play styles did work, unlike Niles and Jim's. Right. Like if if I can, there could be plenty of reasons why the, like. This ends up not working. Frazier's found plenty of ways to ruin good relationships. But, like, her not being attracted to him anymore because of his physical inabilities when he was a kid 
is even less makes even less logical sense than him having a problem with her being a gym teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, but at least with his thing, he saw her yelling at a kid the way his teacher yelled at him. Like, there is a correlation. That makes sense. I get that. This thing doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. This is weird. And so is this last scene. This last scene, it's... it's Martin. Oh, where Martin's trying to, like, find a good place for the trophy, and mm-hmm. then, like, he puts in the middle of the table, and then, like, Frazier just happens to be coming out of the kitchen with a ton of flowers to put in the trophy. Yeah. And then Martin's, like, disgusted by that. Yeah. Do you want... It's his trophy. You can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But... They just get dusty. Yeah. And uh, this is that thing again where I was like, this feels like a, an Archie Bunker light moment where like he's hor- He doesn't just see- seem like to be like, you know, if he just like sort of rolled his eyes and like threw his hands up or whatever, it'd be one thing. But he looks like disgusted. I just think there's just like, I'm not saying that people aren't complex and can't have like different sides. It's just... He switches a lot depending on who's writing him. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, he can't be mean and curmudgeonly and stuck in his ways, mm-hmm. but he can be... Sometimes is more mean than yeah. in other times. Yeah. And, like, when he tells people to, like, shut their yap or, like, mm-hmm. he has the best, better advice. Right. Some people just give him this, like, really mean, mm-hmm. harsh... Like, he's just mean. Yeah. He- not... Not funny. He goes from disappointed to like his general dis- his general vague disappointment goes takes a harsher tone with certain writers. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I can't find the correct words to like describe it, but it's very stuck in like gender roles, and mm-hmm. this is how like a man should be a man, and yeah. this is how a woman should be a woman. But he doesn't really say that. It's yeah. more about like men and how men should act and how he's disappointed because they're not manly enough, which right. is like, holy heck, when you look at Kelsey Grammer, I mean, all I can think of is like, he is a manly man. Right. Beca- we were, that's what we were just talking like, about. I mean, like, he's very like, ma- I, like he's very like masculine looking. Right. But I also like, you know, like, he also is doing these things like, you know, he likes about he likes flowers and he cares about his appearance. Right. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> right. You know mm-hmm. what? Just chill out, Martin. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. You can just like different things and respect each other and just be nice. Um, mm-hmm. We all know yeah. this. We all know like this. Like what you like. Like what you like. <sighs> Anyways, I still like this app. Yeah. For the most part, I like this episode. It's just a couple of moments where I'm like, nah, nah, no. Bad. But. It was fine. And there are yeah. beautiful flowers. Yes. Agreed. Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to say on this? Nope. Okay, cool. Then, drinks in this episode, there was Adler at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, an espresso, and a latte. There were other drinks. There seemed to be some kind of a red wine. I don't know, Julia's coffee or mm-hmm. whatever it was. You know, there were no other drinks happening, but the ones that I know mm-hmm. were those ones. Uh, no callers this episode. Uh, did you have a word? What's a good word? Yeah, I got a couple words. Um, right. Ostentatious. <laughs> Adjective characterized by vulgar or pretentious display designed to impress or attract notice, which <laughs> is, I think he uses this word to talk about Jim's glasses. Oh, mm-hmm. I was definitely having trouble trying to figure out when he would have said ostentatious, but uh, derisive. Derisive? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Adjective. Expressing contempt or ridicule. <laughs> I believe... Hmm. 
I'm guessing he was talking about in the, uh, either his time in the gym or. Yeah, I think Niles uses this. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good words. So let's rate the episode. Oh, 4.5 squash. <laughs> 4.5 squash. All right. Squash with a smiley face on it. Okay. <laughs> See, this one's tough because of what I said. It's yeah. like great moments and moments that make me like. Meh. So you're giving it a one? No. Ah. I'm not. No, I'm going to give it a 4.2 coach fullers. Um, I want to bring up something, which is I thought this like episode was really balanced between the different plots. Mm-hmm. Just about like it has a good thing with the squ- like it just seamlessly goes together really well, and they don't yeah. just drop off Niles and Jim. They actually like go back to it, mm-hmm. and it, I just thought this episode just seemed had a, like a, was just really well balanced. Like sometimes it just seems like the opening just drops off and has no point. Yeah, yeah, and. that didn't really happen in this it like seemed way more natural than other episodes do Mm -hmm. so i really enjoyed that aspect yeah that's all that's all yeah no i agree i hadn't really thought about that but i agree with that Mm -hmm. so that's gonna bring sounding k patterson's score up some because it went down a bit last episode to a 3.26 that's gonna come up again um and then uh the imdb rating on this episode is an Mm 8.0 Um, an 8.0? 8.0. Uh, Not an 8.0? I guess an 8.0. It's got O right in the zero. It's true. It's true. Uh, anyway, and then that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Uh, we got a uh, an email from Sean Holland about Daphne Does Dinner, where he says, So apparently, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman starred in Double Team. I will also admit I was hoping the Blackhawks would win in sudden death, even though it would mean the arena exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie was the only movie in which someone killed a team mascot. Oh. Which is interesting. I'm kind of almost, like, surprised it hasn't happened another time. Like, it seems like it would have happened in Scream. A lot of that was around, like, a high school, so it seemed like... A mascot would have died in that, or like a, I don't know. I can imagine. Corning like, Cox in high school? No, she's a reporter. Oh, reporting on the murders. Is Drew Barrymore in high school? Yes, she's a high school student in that. We gotta watch Scream. We have to. We just have okay, to watch but it. she was like so much older than yeah. A lot most teenagers, it, most teenage characters in movies are played by people in their twenties. Oh, it's just weird. Like. The hundred, the youngest character on the hundred is played by someone who's in her like mid twenties. Okay, Maddie is a kid. No, I mean at the beginning. Okay, all right. Anyway, and then he also says, uh, as as for the episode, I did enjoy Fraser telling Daphne she's officially a crane after the party came apart. That's very sweet. That's very sweet. sweet. Oh, oh, he also uh, tweeted at us. Sorry, I almost forgot Mm -hmm. he tweeted at us. He said, uh. I did, in fact, mean Lilith should date the robot Data from Star Trek. Oh, I see why you cleared your throat there. Indeed, indeed, yes. Well, fine. (laughs) Fine. Go gloat. Go gloat in your float over there. What? I don't know. It sounded good. It did sound good. I agree. I know. So enjoy it. All right. Uh, Anything else you want to say about this? Uh, well, yeah, obviously I have something else to say. Oh, really? Yeah. One, I want to celebrate our listeners and mm-hmm. the new winter time fun that's happening as we enter into the best season 
the winter solstice time. Uh huh. Also known as Halloween. <laughs> I like that because most people listening won't know what you're talking about, but okay, continue. Um, they know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. we all know that the biggest holiday of the year mm-hmm. in October, November, and December is Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's a three month long extravaganza <laughs> of darkness and. It is because it's winter and it freaking gets dark it at is. like four in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It, also a good time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to look behind things. <laughs> I can't. The cat distracted me. <laughs> Don't forget to look behind your cat. And the holiday seasons here. You know, respect Santa or Krampus. <laughs> or, or Krampus. That's exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I figure it's one or the other. If you look behind things, you might find your gifts. <laughs> it's true. It is true. But then don't tell anyone because otherwise you'll never get them. Just like how I never got that brain eraser. <laughs> or it was a eraser shaped like a brain, not like made out of a brain. Not like the men in black like flashy thing. No, no, <laughs> not that. Yeah, no, not a thing that erases brains. That would have yeah. been like, that's a really good gift. Like, is I, it? I don't think my parents should have gifted that to me. And they didn't because I found it and I said something about it. Uh-huh. Or maybe I never did and I just don't know where it is. It's probably still where it was, like mm-hmm. hidden or like maybe in the trash. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. The The cat distracted me from my my bit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, happy hollow days. How... <laughs> Not perfect. You nailed it. You I know. It. I know. Yeah. Just like a coffin. Otherwise, if you don't nail a coffin shut, the zombies get you. <laughs> Common problem in spring. <laughs> when we celebrate Halloween. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you do like the Easter baskets. Mm-hmm. It's weird they're called Easter baskets. I don't know where that name came from. I like my favorite. Frank the bunny. My my favorite holiday is is uh May fifteenth. Mm-hmm. It's half a ween. Yeah, half a ween. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're not halfway there. Mm-hmm. Even though it's still Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It's never not Halloween. Right. But it's also halfway to Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The official decree date. Right. Uh-huh. The start of Halloween. The start, yeah. The start of the Halloween season. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. With that, <laughs> whatever that was, this has been. I don't know, but I wish at the end of this episode we could, like, do a transport everyone one of those, like, peanut brittle cans, the snake popping out. But instead of a snake, it's like a sandworm. So just imagine that at the end. You're welcome. Oh my god. With that, this has been episode 1015. Trophy Girlfriend, and this is DJ Africane. Oh my god, wait. DJ Africane, wishing you all good mental health. I don't have it anymore. I'm dying. Don't die. I'm dying. Oh no. Oh no.
Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more information about the show, follow us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Diana Raygun on Twitter, and I am Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and you want to help us do more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade, or rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening. That seemed like a pretty normal episode to me. I know that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem? Is that it seems like a normal episode? You have not stopped recording. I haven't. I, you stopped tricking me.